Savage. Yeah, what's going on, Savages? It's your boy Jeff Leach back again for episode 19 of the Savage Snowflake with me, Jeffrey Leach. Jeffrey Alexander Leach, no doubt. Not the one, the only. Yes, the one and lonely. The one and lonely instead of one and only. That's my, uh, that's my, that's probably a pretty good way to describe myself. You'll notice something different if you're watching this episode on YouTube, ladies and gentlemen. That's, there's video now. That's correct. I'm going to be recording all of the podcasts. There are now two podcasts every single week being dropped for you by moi. On a Thursday, there will always be an interview podcast that will involve me having some kind of lighthearted, uh, political, social climate, studying, personal story revealing, sometimes funny, sometimes serious, sometimes emotional, sometimes very, very hilarious conversation with a different guest. Uh, some of those guests will be comedians, actors, actresses, podcasters, there'll be YouTubers, there'll be social media influencers, there'll be porn actresses, there's going to be all sorts. Maybe we'll get some politicians on down the line. I do still want to do that mental health episode where I talk to a professional, um, but that's probably just called therapy, and I think I should do that in my own time. And then every Sunday, there's going to be a second episode dropped, which is going to be this, me talking directly to you, having a conversation with my lovely listeners, like, what's been going on? What's been going on with you? How are you feeling? You good? And then I'll talk about various things over the course of the week that have frustrated or, um, I guess, uh, amused or, 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 or caused me to, to rant on the internet or perhaps caused me to smile and spread a little joy. And I'll talk about those things on here. Now, before we get into today's podcast, I want to do a little bit of upkeep. First of all, thank you very much to, uh, we have two glorious patrons Two old people who were supporting this podcast, and they are very special people indeed. I love them very much. If you would like to join those two people, I know there's about 500 to 1,000 of you downloading these episodes every single week. If you would like to be a supporter of this podcast, simply head over here to patreon.com forward slash savage snowflake. That's patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash savage snowflake. You can do anything as little as a dollar a month, which I mean, a dollar a month is not a lot of money, is it? That's even for a homeless guy. Even There's probably a homeless dude outside my apartment, around the corner. If you go to the next block over, there's a guy who lives on the street there. I guarantee if I went up to him, I was like, bud, can you lend me a buck? But, you know, for a month. He'd be, he'd be like, yeah, okay, buddy. I got it. Because <laughs> that's what it sounds like. Yo, buddy, I got, I got you. What do you need? You need a dollar? And he'd help me out. And I'd say thank you very much, um, Middle Eastern sounding nondescript homeless man who is quite clearly more affluent than me. Anyway, I think I've uh, labored that point enough. This episode, by the way, is also brought to you by the wonderful people at Boundless Technology. Boundless Technology strives to advance in the cannabis industry by creating innovative products with portability and stealth in mind. It's like ninja smoking. Aiming to deliver an affordable, efficient, and straightforward experience for the customer, Boundless offers an alternative to the traditional joint or water pipe. <laughs> if you're still you're still doing the old joint and water pipe, you fucking, you, you're so old. Enjoy the taste, smells, and effects of cannabis at lower vaporization temperatures with Boundless Technology products. Use coupon code SAVAGE for 10% off all Boundless Technology products. Look at that. I'm even getting you money off your apparatus to smoke a dank de Uh Use that coupon code SAVAGE for 10% off all Boundless Technology products at bndlstech.com. That's boundlesstech.com. And follow Boundless on all social media at bndlstech. All right, guys. Let's get into it. 
What are we going to talk about? Well, first of all, can I talk about last night? That's what I want to get started with. Uh, yesterday evening, I went out with my friend, David, who's been staying at my apartment. He was sleeping on that couch last night because I didn't put the bed out for him because because I was too drunk and I didn't even bother to inflate the bed. But I will let him sleep on a bed tonight. Anyway, point being, he's been staying with me. Um, needed a bit of cheering up before he goes away to Europe for a few months. And we decided to go to one of his buddies' club nights last night. His friend was DJing at a club. I got quite excited because you know me, right? I, those of you who followed my career over the course of the last decade, I suppose, will know that prior to getting into TV and comedy and trying to get back into my acting, which is what I've always loved, I was a DJ and a producer. That's what I used to do. Hence why I dress like a douchebag and have this haircut. That's, that's, that's my excuse for why I look like such a peen. It's like, one well, DJ, right? DJs are all... DJs of any kind. If you have a residency in London, Paris, and Barcelona, guaranteed... You're probably going to be a bit of a cockend. And I uh, have attributed that to all of my style. Anyway, I was excited. I used to like raving an awful lot. I miss it. I miss going out. I miss having a dance. He was like, it's a house club. We'll go out there. It's like electronic music, EDM stuff. I'm like, all right, cool, man. I can fuck with this. So we got a little bit high here at the apartment using my boundless tech vape. I also uh, had a few vodka tons. Vodka tons? Vogtons, 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 yeah, Vogtons, Vogtons, with a little bit of lamb in your Vogtons, little bit of lamb in your Vogtons, gonna put my Valco in some towns, put some towns on top of my Vod, that's the way that I do it with a little bit of lime, Vogtons, Vogtons. Anyway, Vogtonics, <laughs> we had a few Vogtonics, mate, because, you know, LA, try not to get fat, so I was like, what if I'm gonna drink a load of alcohol, might as well make it something that is less calorific. Um, we hit the club. Now, first of all, ah, oh, there was so much about last night that frustrated me. I don't know where to kick off. First things first, we go inside, and uh, the girl on the door is like very flirty. She's quite nice. And we were on our guest list, and she was like, yeah, but the guest list ran out like 20 minutes ago, so you have to pay to get in now. And I was like, ah, oh, come on, lady. She was flirting with me quite a bit. She was being a bit like, but you know, I like your hair. I like your rings in your hair. I like your I like your rings. And you're, she didn't sound that dumb. She sounded, she was a bit more, she was a bit more, hey, I really like your rings and your hair. It's pretty cute. I was like, well, thanks very much, Lenny. She was like, yeah, she looked good. I'm like, thanks. I said, well, we're coming in for a dance. You'll have to join me when you're finished on the door. She was like, maybe I'll do that. She didn't. Anyway, after all of that chat, we go, like, yeah, we're on the guest list. And she's like, oh, okay, let me have a look. She goes, oh, this guest list ran out at 10.30. And it's 10.50 now. And I'm like, ah, oh, come on. Come on, little lady. <laughs> Come on, little lady. Surely you can you can find a little wriggle room on there. For, I turn into a jazz singer from the nineteen from the. I turn into a sixty-year-old nineteen-fifties jazz singer. Hey. Come on now, little lady. Surely you can just you can find it in your heart to spare a little ten-dollar love in my way. Anyway, she was like she was like nah. <laughs> I was like wow. Once upon a time, I used to be charming enough that I could probably wrangle a little uh, a little free entry off a lady, but no, <laughs> she was just like, give me the $10. So I paid our entry because, you know, fine, it's fine, whatever. And we go inside. First of all, I put some stuff on my Instagram story, if you're following that, check it out, at Jeff Leach on Insta. The music in two of the three rooms was dire, just utter dog, just... What the fuck, dude? Dance music used to be so good. And and this stuff was all just weird, like, alternative EDM, minimal fucking... It sounded like... 
It sounded like a kid with severe autism trying to cook something in the kitchen. Do you know what I mean? Just like banging pots and getting freaked out by the pots banging and then therefore ah, making sound. That was the music last night. That was basically it. It was uh, pretty fucking depressing. And I, I was like, what the hell? What happened to good music, man? What happened to the good? And you know what I realized it was? Is that no one in the club was fucked up. And that's why the music was shit. Music is always reflective of the drugs that are going around, right? And the kind of vibe that people are feeling. Like when I, my favorite period was probably when Disclosure started making tracks. Those two brothers started producing music back in the UK predominantly, but it blew up overnight and they were all over Europe and all over. And now they're in America, huge over here. And they were playing upbeat dance music and made you want to fucking party, made you want to smile. And that's because everyone was doing Molly, right? Everyone was doing MDMA. And I don't know, some of you are probably very clean living people. You're sitting there going, oh, I wouldn't have the foggiest, Jeff, to know what MDMA, is that how you say it? MDMA? No, it's, it's MDM. MDMA. I have no fucking clue what that feels like. What I can tell you, euphoric, you feel happy. You feel like you want to hug and cuddle everyone around you. you. Sure, you might chew your own lips off a little bit. Give it the old, the old jaw. <laughs> like, oh, man, oh, God, man, this tune. This tune's so fucking good, man. <laughs> Just grinding your teeth like a motherfucker. you got to have chewing gum when you're taking molly. But the drugs were upbeat and they were happy. And they reflected the music. Then after that became very fucking aggressive dubstep vibes. You know, a lot of like, wah, 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 Skrillex shit. And that's because kids were doing so much K, they were fucked out of their nut. You know, they were doing like angry drugs. People got richer, apparently, or the coke got cheaper. Everyone was doing loads of coke. And, like, I just want to, I want to dance, but I want to be very aggressive about it. Apparently now, there's just no drugs. So people don't know how to fucking move. Bro, I saw, I saw two guys last night, and I put a video up again on the social media. Watch it as I slap the microphone. That's how angry I am about this. Watch it, right? Watch the clip. Tell me if this was not the most fucking frustrating thing. This club, sure, the people in there were reasonably young, right? They were over 21, of course, because it was a club, but they were, they were between, or maybe they have to be over 18. I don't know, whatever. They were definitely, I think, oh no, because I had a wristband. So there might be some 18-year-olds in there. Maybe that's why they're all fucking sober. Ah, oh, shit. Ah, oh, you know when you get on a rant and you get super angry about something and then you point out to yourself a really valid reason <laughs> why maybe your anger was misplaced. Maybe they just were sober. Whatever, fuck it. If you're 18 and you're not able to drink because you know, you're not legally allowed to buy anything at the bar, then you should have brought your own drugs. Or smuggled in alcohol. We used to go to clubs and we used to take a little bottle, a little hip flask or a little bottle of, get one of those smaller bottles of vodka or whiskey and you stick that down the front of your fucking trousers. Right upon your P and I. And then when the bouncer's giving you a pat down, you're like, oh, it's got nothing there, bro. What's that down your pants, bro? That's my big old dick. Well, I ain't checking. Get inside. Done. Anyway, point being, everyone was so fucking sober. There were these two guys, though, they must have been 21, 22, maybe a little older, maybe 23, 24. And they were, it was a dance club, like a hip, it was like a house music club. We were in the room now where my friend's friend is DJing. 
And his tunes are alright. It's alright. It's still kind of like, you know, but it was alright. I could stomach it. I could dance for it a while. And first of all, these two fucking pricks start like a dance circle. They, one of them starts doing like very average breakdancing moves. I'm like, motherfucker, you're in the wrong club. You, <laughs> you're at the wrong party, bro. What the fuck is this? What is this movement? I don't... But... Uh, it was just weird, man. They were having a dance-off. And people were into it. That little group of friends. <laughs> How to say, yeah. Come on, Darren. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God, you got in that move. Whoa. Fuck off. You, those, people like that need to be drunk. You know? I want to see them. I, one of those people should at least have been puking in the toilets. Another one should be arguing with her boyfriend. You know? And I, one of the guys should have just been so fucking drunk. He's just dancing with himself. Against the wall. Just dancing with a wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Staring at a fucking painted wall, just sweating. You shouldn't be having organized fucking dance circles at a fucking house club. Muppets. And then this is the bit that made me want to fucking punch something. Two of the lads, 23, 24, whatever the fuck they were. Start doing Fortnite dance moves, meme dancing, memes, dancing memes from the video game Fortnite on the dance floor. <laughs> go home. At that point, go home. Brother, it's fucking one in the morning. There's some sexy ladies here. And you're Fortnite memeing in front of the DJ booth. With no sense of irony. Go home. At that point... Yeah. Aggressively accelerating car on my road. He knows what's up. He's going home right now. <laughs> you might not even hear that on the podcast. But I heard it. So I referenced it. And I don't regret it. Just go home. Go home at that point. Go home and play Fortnite, you fucking muppet. It made me so angry, guys. So I had to leave. I had to just go into this smoking area where like, my buddy was like, all right, let's go outside, let's go and have a smoke. So we hit the smoking area. Just, uh, just, uh, suck some peanut butter off my fingers. <laughs> and I just had it, went outside, had a little spliff. Had a little smoky smoke. I'm chilling out. And I was wearing, right? I was wearing skinny jeans with tears on the knees. Yeah. A pair of like, Pretty fashionable, kind of ankle boot type things, you know, look pretty cool. I got a long line black t-shirt on, brand new, just bought that motherfucker fresh out of the packet. There it is, boom, long line. If you don't know what a long line t-shirt is, it's the t-shirt that has the longer length, the front and the back, you know, it's kind of, and it's slightly, slightly curved. It's fashionable as fuck. It's, it's what you would, ex like 100%, this is how I describe it so you understand it. It's the kind of t-shirt you 100% have seen a cool 20-year-old Japanese dude wearing. <laughs> like, Asian guys love the long line tees. They, I'm sure, I'm sure Japan or China, or, I mean, it was made in China, but I'm pretty sure an Asian country developed this look. Like, it must have been fashion from their side of things. You know, all the kimonos and the, the long kind of 
dress and blah, blah, blah. It has to have come out of that. That's my best way of describing it. A hundred percent have seen a million cool looking Asian dudes just like, yeah, I got the long line tea, bro. And they've got like Adidas sneakers on and the baggy low drop crotch trousers. So I got this long line tee on. I got like a little silver necklace. I got my rings. I'm looking cool as fuck. Got a little, got a beanie on. Oh, oh, fashion. Oh, this guy, he's so 2018. Or so I thought until I go outside and there's a whole load of these fucking SoundCloud rapper looking dudes. There's a kid with the fucking shit locks. He's got like a, like a dead fucking tarantula trying to escape off his head. The shit little, tiny, short little shit locks. One of them's fucking green. One of them's fucking pink. The rest is normal. He's got a dangly earring, like a long dangly earring, like it's some sort of French duke. Oh. Oh, uh, oui. My name is La Lucille. I am, how you say, a SoundCloud rapper. He's got fucking dangling earring. He's got a pair of his, what I must assume are his sister's jeans on. Because these fucking things, I mean, to be fair, the guy was like chicken legs. This guy has, this guy didn't just skip leg day. This guy built a time machine when he's 80 and traveled all the way back in time to re-skip leg day every day. Little fucking, little chicken wings, little, little, little chicken legs. Just a little couple of fucking matchsticks in a pair of what I assume were his little sister's jeans. Pink with fucking tie-dye, purple spots, turquoise spots. And then these oversized sneakers, it just looked, and about 7,000 bracelets up and down his arms. And I'm like, this, when, when did this fashion, I'm like, how, ra how rapidly am I aging? Or how slowly am I progressing when it comes to fashion and music? I mean, like, I'm, I'm on the trap and drill circuit. I got, a, I got a little bit of love for some of those songs. I'm not gonna lie. I like a bit of chart music now. I'm, I've, I've purposefully opened my mind up to listening to music that is current. About a year ago. Because I've always loved music from all different genres, but you know, a lot of it's dog shit, right? A lot of it can be dog shit, especially the chart stuff. It's very transient. It's like in and it's out. It's popular for a minute and then it's fucking gone. And I know that, but it doesn't mean some of it's not good. You're such a fucking hoe. I love it. Lyrics, borderline retarded. Beat, super fucking catchy. Song, really fun. Yeah, I'm into that shit. It's cool. I got it. You know all the fucking, the, the littles, the, the little, little Zan, little Yatty, little Uzi Vert, little Peep, little Pump, littler than your friends, little on the heavy side, little bit under the weather, <laughs> a little bit bigger than yours, what? Come on, hey, hey. Little bit bigger than yours. Hey, little bit bigger than mine. Oh, put it in my head. Put it in my head. Still got the foskin. Whatever the fuck. All the littles. I like the littles. I'm into it. But the fashion is fucking stupid. And I know people have always been saying that. I know this is just a sign of me getting old. That's what angers me most about this. This is clearly a sign of me just getting a little bit older. The fact that I'm so annoyed about this. 
But there you have it. It frustrates me. I was looking at this guy and I was going, fuck me. I can't even get a long line t-shirt, throw on some cool fucking garb and be like, yeah, I'm current. And then this motherfucker's like, now nah, you ain't, bruh. <laughs> and I had a chat with him. I was like, this is, I mean, I complimented his look because it was confident. I complimented the confidence. I was like, bro, that's, that's a bold look. That's a statement look. And he's like, he's like, thanks, man. He was so sweet. He was such a nice little boy. But he was literally like a week away from a whole load of really shit face tats. If that kid, he, he played music that he makes. He played some music last night that he makes. And uh, oh, it wasn't good. He was like, you know what? We're about to drop some tracks. Because I was talking about, oh, I said, you look, I mean, it's a lot like the, you know, the SoundCloud rappers and all the fucking trap and drill artists that are around now. He goes, goes, yeah, 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 I like all that shit, man. I go, yeah, I like some of that music too. And we got talking. He looked like a fucking clown, but we got talking. I'm like, listen, my job is being a professional clown on the daily. Who am I to argue with this kid for wanting to look that way? I'm going to think all these horrendous things about his terrible fucking fashion sense, but I'm not going to say it. That's mean. That's mean. He might have turned around to me and gone, long line tees, bro. Ugh. You're too fucking old for that shit, Jeff. Jeff. Your name's Jeff, Jeff. There's so many things you could have picked up on. Why are you wearing your crippling insecurities and your fashion choices, Jeff? <laughs> Just leave me alone. Why do you look like you've just escaped from an episode of The Walking Dead, Jeff? I don't know. <laughs> he could have picked up on my shit. He didn't. We talked. I wanted to find empathy. Connection with the kid. So we started playing. He played his music. Oh, it was so fucking awful. So awful. But here's what I realized. If that motherfucker gets a few facial tattoos, just throw a little, uh, I don't know, like a, a dick with wings on the side of here, on the side of his eye. Maybe maybe like a fucking uh, inspirational quote across his forehead, like, uh, uh, contact 1-800, blah, 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 for advertising space. Maybe just like a fucking get a grill. He'd get a grill. This guy would be an overnight success. It doesn't matter how good the fucking art is anymore. People want brand. They want to see... The image. I've been really vibing. Let me talk about something positive for a sec. I've been really vibing on a few comedians here in LA lately. And uh, mostly, most uh, a lot of their online content, okay? So, um, in particular, Chris D'Elia, Theo Vaughn, Brian Callen, and these guys are all buddies. And they're absolutely, whilst my individual appreciation of their various different ways of doing comedy is... Is, is true and identifiable to each one of them for different reasons. Absolutely part of the success of these guys is the fact they're all helping each other out. They're all working together. They're going, hey man, you're my buddy. Let's do shows together. Hey, you come on my podcast. Hey, I'll come on your podcast. Hey, I'm going to plug your video. Hey, let's do funny little Instagram videos back and forth. Hey, let's do this. Let's do that. And they work together and they're success because of it. We f take that for granted. But what they've all got is identifiable characters. Right? Crystal is like the, bruh, dude, 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 are you? No, no, dude, no, no. He's like, he's, you know, his thing is like, a, like, a, like, hey, I'm not a bad guy. I'm not a bad guy, but let me just tell you how it fucking is. He's kind of still got that kind of, I think he's from, um, from, he's definitely from the East Coast. But I think he's from near New York. He's got that kind of, hey, whoa, whoa, hey, kind of guy, like, dude, guy, whoa, come on. He's got his thing. And it's, it's very attractive as a, as, a, as a viewer to 
I get, well, to me, maybe not to other people. You can be subjective about your appreciation of someone's art. But my point is, he has an identifiable character, right? Theo Vaughn, even more so. Theo Vaughn's got the, the mullet and he's, he's like, man, let me just tell you about things. I, now, I like that. There's nothing wrong. Taking out, taking out a, a, a box of hamsters and, and feeding them to your cat. There's nothing wrong with that. His whole thing is like, hey, I'm redneck. I'm, I'm fucking robo. But then he's obviously clearly very intelligent and thoughtful and progressive. So he's mixing it up. He's like, I'm giving you, yay, come on, America. Kind of aesthetic and character. But I'm actually a really inclusive and sweet person. Again, very fucking funny. Brian Callen's whole thing is like, ah, mm, Brian Callen, I'm just, oh, ah, I'm a black belt in everything and I will kick your ass. And come on, let me just show the weakness of this man. He's like, his whole thing is, I'm uber, a, I'm uber alpha, but I know it's a joke. Like, I'm joking about how alpha I am. Again, very identifiable. And what I realized lately, this is like part of my ongoing progression, is that all of these guys, whether you're a SoundCloud rapper, 17 years old, and you go, like little pump you see old old videos of that kid and he looks so fucking sweet he's just got like he's dumb as a fucking box of frogs but he's got like his little sweet afro and he's kind of just like whoa, whoa, and they're like hey man if a car's traveling 70 miles an hour how long would it take to travel 70 miles he's like oh uh, or how far can it travel in an hour oh uh, 100 miles what he's just dumb he's just dumb as a box of frogs a video of him literally getting that question wrong and then he went a year later he's literally the hair's all up in fucking blah, 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 shit locks he's got tattoos all over his face of i don't know fucking pictures of his hamster i don't know some spelling mistakes he made back in third grade under his eye whatever the fuck he's got a few face tats a load of fucking big bling bling the skinny tear torn up jeans that look like your little sister worn them and a pink shirt, bam, you're in. And what I realize is that whether they're talented or not, I think the three comedians I cited are very talented. Some of the artists I mentioned, I don't think they're very talented. However, success can very much be part of having a strong and identifiable brand. That's what it is. So in that spirit, from now on, <laughs> I'm always gonna be incredibly British. This is my new voice and this is how I talk. I don't know, man. It's, it's hard, isn't it? It's hard because you want to... Uh, some comics, I, I want to just be only true to myself. But I know I need, to, I need to ramp it up a little bit. I need to ramp it up. I need to push that character a little bit out here. And I was trying to remember and trying to work out what the characters... What my character is. Because it's hard. Because I know who I am. I feel more in touch with who I am, honestly, these days than I ever have. Part of that is the revelation, the honesty. It's this unerring honesty in how I want to approach everything. Which is a counteract. A counteract? It's a counteract. Yes, I think you understand. It's counteract for this problem. It's a counteraction. It's a... A reaction is a reaction. To counteract the falsehoods that I feel a lot of social media, mainstream entertainment, comedy specials, music is kind of falling under right now. There's a lot of lies. Let me give you an example. Let me give you an example. My, sorry, to finish off that point. Uh, my whole shtick is being super honest and, and laying it out there, but I also make jokes. And sometimes when I'm making those jokes, they're not gonna be completely honest. Like when I make a joke about a certain thing, I'm not 
trying to mock necessarily that thing. I'm trying to highlight a point about it. It's hard. It's a tricky balancing act. Be as honest as possible, but also make sure you keep developing the character up so that people like it. We'll see how it works. Here's an example of the ridiculous lies that infiltrate our lives every day. A chick I met the other day went out with some friends for drinks last week. I met this girl, lovely girl, very beautiful, seemed very charming, very funny, very sweet. And then she, we, she followed me on Instagram, sent me a few messages on there, and we started chatting back and forth a bit. And then um, she was talking about a lot about the, you know when someone wants to kind of drop into commas, hey, you know when someone's trying to do a name drop, or trying to do a, hey, oh, whoa, oh, whoa, did you just say Spain? Oh, crazy, let me just tell you a story about this time I was in Spain. Oh my God, whoa, did you just say, did you just say uh, Kenny West? Because actually I know Kenny West's first cousin. He's one of my best friends and I met Kenny. Hey, whoa, 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 guys, what are you talking, are you talking about the beach? Oh my God, I love the beach. Uh, actually, I used to be a beach, whatever it is. Those kind of, you know when someone's angling to drop something in like, and she keeps talking about the entertainment industry. And, you, you know, you're in entertainment, so am I, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, and after a while, I just gave in and I went, I went, oh, okay, cool. So what, what do you do in the entertainment industry? And this is what she said to me, right? She said, well, I'm an executive client manager. What? What? I, I, I'm an executive client manager. Wait, one more, one more time. I'm an executive client manager. But, but hang on a sec, you, you don't work for a management company. No, 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 no. Executive client manager. So wait, you're managing clients, but for which company and who gave you the title of executive? Or are you describing the clients as executive? Yeah, basically what I do, this is what she said. Basically what I do is um, I'll kind of organize, you know, clients' personal lives, you know, uh, help them respond to emails, keep on top of that, do the diaries, the calendars, you know. You know, I'm not cut out for a, a being an assistant though. I, do, I make a terrible cup of coffee, is what she said. Ooh, hang on a second. Hold on, executive client manager. Hold on, my executive client managing friend. Everything you just described, you look after people's diaries, their emails, organize their personal lives. I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but you're a fucking personal assistant. And that's okay. That's absolutely fine. If you come to me and go, oh, I'm a personal assistant. I have a number of clients. You know, I just run their personal lives, boom, boom, boom. You know, some of them are in the entertainment, some of them are, you know, CEOs of companies, blah, blah. I'm a, but I'm a personal assistant. I manage people's personal lives. I'd be like, fucking dope. I bet you get loads of business in LA. Actually, yeah, pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could have had a great comp. Executive client manager. No, lady. You're a fucking PA. You're a PA who can't make coffee. That, you're, you're a bad PA. The plane's flying over. She's heard. That's John Travolta is one of her clients. <laughs> she just put a 5 p.m. meeting in the diary. Drop bombs on Jeff Leach's house. What? I'll do it. Executive client man. You know what this is? This is fucking LA, right? This is Los Angeles. Everyone here has to be doing something amazing all the time. You ask people, anyone, 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 anyone in LA. 
Hey man, how are things going? Oh yeah, pretty good, dude. Uh, yeah, pretty good. Yeah, I'm working on a few projects right now. Yeah, oh, just, uh, just written a thing. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Yeah, no, look, really busy, really busy. Oh. Shh. You're not that busy, are you? If you were doing some incredible project, guess what? That would have been the answer. Hey, what are you up to at the moment? Oh man, I'm shooting a new TV show called The Walking Dead. Dude, that's fucking dope. Yeah, man, it's really fun. Congratulations, thanks. What are you doing? Oh, I've got a lot of, a lot of, a lot of irons in the fire right now. Shut up. Shut up, you fucking liar. Executive client manager. And this is the problem. Everyone in LA thinks they have to impress people all the time with the amazing things they're doing. If you're not doing a million things, if you're not achieving, if you're not already a superstar, just no one knows about it, then you're not good enough to be here. And that's bullshit. Bullshit. Honesty, my friends. What the fuck is going to be next? Hey? Hey, bud, what do you do for a living? Uh, I'm actually an executive, an executive um, catering and sandwich engineering specialist. You work at McDonald's, motherfucker. You work at a burger joint, flipping burgers. And there is no shame in that because you're paying your bills. But don't try and sell it to me like you're a fucking CEO of your own company. Uh, actually, I'm a, uh, I'm a bona fide bean selection strategist. You're a barista. You work at Starbucks, motherfucker. <laughs> like, oh no, no, because it's a lot more than that. I actually select the beans and then I have to crush them. You know, there's quite a lot of training. Shh. Shush. Shushy. Be honest. You sling coffee. And that's okay. Just don't lie to me. What's next, man? Oh, well, actually, I run a, a specialist boutique uh, personal training program specializing in uh, canine clientele. You're a dog walker. You walk dogs, you walk dogs, and that's okay, because dogs are great. But you are not a fucking executive shit. You're not executive shit. You ain't. <sighs> I don't know why I get so annoyed. I just get, I'm just annoyed that I feel like this is what my, my frustration is. This is my, someone recently I asked for some feedback on the podcast from people on my Facebook. Some people gave some very positive feedback. Some people gave some less positive feedback. They were like, oh, some people just told me I don't listen to podcasts, don't like that, blah, blah, blah. I was just trying to intrigue to see why, despite my reach, you know, social media, what am I, fucking 17, 18,000 on Twitter. Fucking six, seven thousand on Instagram. These are not huge numbers by any means, but they're 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 solid numbers. And a lot of these people, I'm assuming you listening right now, you're listening because you like me and you like the content that I make and you're thinking, Yeah, this guy's he's pretty funny. So I thought I'd reach out to those people and say, Well, I got all these numbers. Why am I not getting ten thousand downloads? You know, across all my social media and all of it. Even just in terms of my friends and family. Dude, I know like there's at least another five hundred people who profess to really like me who are not listening to this podcast yet. So I tried to work out why and how I could tailor it to make them listen and make it more for them. One woman said, it's pretty ranty. And I was like, fair, fair enough. I appreciate your, your feedback. Newsflash, 
comedy is mostly just comical ranting. That's, that's basically what 90% of good stand-up comedy is. It's me going, here's the thing about the world. Let me tell you some stuff I feel about it. You know what I mean? And that's true of pretty much every fucking stand-up comic. Every working one. Professional working one. The refreshing taste of filtered water. Do you need more water? Water. Water. Drip drop water. The mother and the father took the sister and the brother to drink some water. Nailed it. My thing, this is what frustrates me. This is what my general rant. I think I can condense. Let's, let's get the rant out of the way. I can condense what my issue is with the world right now. And it's not that I lay on any, I mean, I do lay on one particular political camp. I'm left wing, we know that. I'm a liberal guy, but I don't ostracize all right wing outlooks. And I also like common sense. I like common sense. I don't like overt PC culture. I don't like SJW culture. I don't like the people's core online. And I hate how much social media and fake fucking news reporting from both sides of the camp has influenced so many people to be utter polarized morons. However, here's what my genuine ranty gripe is with the whole world right now. This is why I'm, this is the only thing that gets me a bit frustrated and down. Lies. I think we're all fucking liars. It's frustrating. I want some truth, man. You are not a canine clientele personal trainer. You're a fucking dog walker. And don't try and impress people with fake jobs. I should just make shit up. What do you do? Well, I'm a professor of math. <laughs> what? I'm a professor of math. Oh, no, I've been studying for almost a decade now. Although many will say that my training started from a very young age. I was a, I was a prodigal child. I was a child prodigy when it came to the creation, study, and narration, oration of the art of mirth. I'm a professor of mirth. I'm a professor of mirth. Where did you go? Where did you go to college? Where did you get your degree in mirth? <laughs> well, I went to the school of hard knocks. No, no, no. Seriously, just tell me a real... Like, where do you actually... Well, I mean, you can't study stand-up at university. Well, then why? You're not... A... Shh. Just... Shh. Next time someone... Next time someone is clearly lying to your face. Next time you are someone, hey, man, what, what's going on? What's, what have you been up to? And they go like, well, you know, I'm just fucking doing all, oh, so many things. Oh, you did still get the fire with all that. Just, just let them, when they're in the middle of their flow, just, 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 shh, 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 shh. And just put your finger to their lips. Shh, 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 shh. And then just go, lean in. Lean right in. Get really close to them. Wrap against their ear. And just whisper in their ear. It's okay that you're not doing much right now. It's okay. It doesn't mean you won't be doing a lot soon. It doesn't mean that you're not great, the things you have done. It's okay though. Just own it. It's okay. And then leave your finger on their lips as you pull away. And then just walk away. Never look back. Even if it's a loved one, I don't care. Even if it's your partner, get out of the car. <laughs> Wait until the lights, say it, and then get out of the car and just, just walk away. Because you don't need to be around. We need to start removing this bullshit from our lives. 
dog walkers. Executive client manager. Fucking ridiculous. Dogs. Speaking of dogs, actually, weird fucking crazy thing happened the other day. I was here with a date. It was going well. Young lady and I, she was over watching a movie. I cooked her a very romantic dinner. Had a couple of glasses of red wine. We were cozied up on the couch watching a movie. We were definitely, definitely going to do some chilling. And then we heard screaming, like a woman's... Out on the street, like just... And it was non-stop. It wouldn't stop. Just... And then there was another woman screaming. There were two screams and... Anyway, I'm a fucking hero because I just jumped straight up. Possibly we're going to get myself in trouble, but I, I jumped straight up. I might, I may or may not have gone into a drawer <laughs> and taken out something, a tool of some sort. I may or may not have done that. I mean, it's not a clever idea. I don't think anyone should do that. Don't walk around the streets with any kind of blade or hammer. Or, you know, it's not good to do that because you'll get arrested. But, you know, if you hear a woman screaming like that, everything rushes through my head. And worst case scenario, she's being attacked. You know, she's being assaulted. She's being robbed. She's being raped. I don't know. So I grabbed her. I might, may or may not have opened a drawer up. And, and I marched down to the streets. Choo, choo, choo. What's going on? Ready to be a fucking... I was, yeah. I'm ready to make headlines today because I see this little woman from these seven guys trying to take her shit. And I threaten them, them with a dildo from my closet. Oh, it wasn't a dildo. From a, with a plunger from my, it wasn't a plunger. With a, not a knife, definitely not a knife from my drawer. I marched down to the streets. I was ready. I was primed. Fucking, mm, feel the blood flowing through my veins. Oh, God. I had my pump on. <laughs> Been at the gym, did a did an arm session that day. I didn't care, I was ready. Blah! Bursting out the seams. I get onto the street and I hear the screaming. I see a house across the way. There's a big house across the way. And there's loads of people outside, like in the garden of the house, though, because there's a little gate around it. There's like four or five guys. There's a woman standing at the door screaming. She's holding a blanket that's covered in blood. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So I march across the road. Boom, 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 boom. And there's another guy walking down the road. Doosh, 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 doosh. And we sort of meet. And we sort of give each other a nod like, hey, you heard that? Yeah, I heard that. Well, I'm glad we're here to be heroes. And we walk up to the front of the gate. I'm like, hey, what's going on? And one of the guys turns around. He's like, he's like, he's like he goes, who do you want? <laughs> he's an Armenian guy. He's an Armenian family across the road. And he's, the guy's angry with us. He's like, who do you guys want? And I was like, yo, dude, I don't know if you, uh, could hear it standing right next to her but there's a woman screaming her lungs out and we were worried that she might have been attacked and the guy who walked up at the same time with me he's, he's like laughs at what i say he's like <laughs> I, mean, I mean he's got a point it's screaming that's clearly why we're here what do you what do you think what do you mean why you what do you want oh just just thought i could watch and jerk off is that right is is, is someone being murdered because that would make me very very ar what do you mean what are you doing of course i'm here because i've heard a fucking woman screaming i'm in there trying to get laid i'm putting on the i lit candles motherfucker I, I i lit candles i burned some palo santo wood i got rid of the bad juju the bad spirits gone and then someone here decided to fucking scream like they're being murdered and i see a chick holding a blanket covered in blood 
what the fuck is going that's why i'm here <laughs> like you, you lunatic how normal is this for you you like, what do you want well if you hadn't noticed there's a woman screaming her lungs out and we wanted to come and make sure she's okay the other guy laughs <laughs> he goes very true at that moment i realize he's english the other guy who turned up british as well only two people who came Oh, out of the whole street, right? You could hear this chick stream, like screaming for a fucking five mile radius. Only two people who come out of their apartments and walk up to see what's going on and make sure she's all right. Brits. Legends. <laughs> I was so proud. And I said to him, I said, I was, I was, I was like, makes sense you're British? He goes, yep. <laughs> we already knew the banter was there from the off. I loved it. Anyway, two Brits came to the rescue. And we're like, we go, we came to see what's going on, mate. He goes, oh, okay, okay, okay. No problem, no problem. I said, well, there is clearly a problem, mate. Do you want us to call the police? What's going on? He goes, no, 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 no. He goes, we're like, can we know what's going on? He goes, oh, her dog attacked her dog. And now he's, he's ripped his throat and he's bleeding. He's going to die. I don't. <laughs> I was like, bro. And she's just, ah, ah. So the blanket that I saw in front of me coming in blood has got a dog in it, like a poodle looking dog. And there's a fuck, there's a shit ton of blood. Like, I mean, like, blood is dripping through the bottom of the blanket at this point. There's a lot of blood. So she's not applying A, pressure to the wound properly. I'm just trying to say to her, I'm, go I'm going, if your dog has had its throat ripped out, you have to apply pressure. Apply pressure, try and stop the bleeding, do what you can until, you know, some help gets here. <laughs> she's just holding like a baby in a blanket. I'm like, well, that's not going to help it. You're literally, you're speeding this process up, lady. The other woman's screaming. Guys are shouting at each other. Then I realize the other guys, clearly it's a family gathering of some sort. They're having a fucking party. And one person's dog clearly is a little bit fucking violent. And the other one is clearly a poodle looking thing that can't defend its own dick. There was a lot going on. There was a lot of angry screaming. A lot of angry Armenian people angry are no fucking joke. <laughs> like I was... There were guys like, I was like, fuck me, this is like some sort of Middle Eastern crisis. I don't know if we're equipped, but if anyone is equipped, it's two British guys. <laughs> if anyone's equipped to calmly and eloquently explain how to calm the situation down, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be me and fucking Theobald. I think, what, I think what you'll find you'll want to do, madam, is apply some pressure to the neck. Then, sir, have you phoned the police yet? Phone and ask, say what, explain what's happened and say, do they have a, 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 an emergency number for some kind of RSPCA or whatever is your, is it Peter, Peter, whatever it is. I'm sure they have an emergency number you can call. Maybe there's a late night emergency veterinarian. Just do what you need to do immediately. Anyway. Saved the life. Might have saved the life of a dog. Because, you know, the woman starts phoning a, a police and starts going, oh, blah, blah. And they're like, okay, we're going to transfer you through to another thing. So she's sorted. The other chick's got a hand now on the dog's throat because I told her. She's crying. She's very, very upset. But also, at least now there's a chance maybe your dog will get saved. I mean, it's pretty fucking slim. Pretty slim. This dog, this dog was too small to have that much blood in its body. Anyway. I do what needs to be done. I'm a hero. Me and the English guys shake hands. You know, we both got back on our penny farthings and rode in opposite directions back down the street. I got home. 
the lady's sitting on the couch. She's like, what's going on? What happened? I'm like, oh, God, you won't believe it. This chick over here, her dog ripped the other dog's throat out. Screaming, that's what's going on. There's no violence. It's all right. I took care of it. Got the police called up. She's like, and then the girl that I've been putting the fucking sweet moves on, cooking romantic dinners, lighting candles, Palo Santo in the fucking spirit air. She's like, oh my God, that makes me want to go and see my dog now. Now I'm worried about my dog. I'm like, lady, that's not how it works. <laughs> that, is, that is not how it works, right? Just because this fucking crazy canine just ripped the throat out of its mate over the road doesn't mean that your dog is now dying somewhere. Chill your boots. So I made her wrap me up in a blanket and put a hand around my neck. <laughs> oh, shit. It was good. Yeah, it was good. She stayed for a little while. And then she went home. That was weird for me. I'm at, I'm at an age now where if I like someone and I've, I like you enough to invite you to my house to cook you a romantic dinner, serenade you, Enjoy a little warm red wine and some calming music. Maybe watch a movie and snuggle. If I'm going through all that effort, whilst I appreciate the gesture of being like, we've had sex now, we've had a little lay down, I'm gonna go and sleep in my own bed. I appreciate that, whilst I appreciate, you don't need to do that. No, 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 no. I wanna, like I'm at the age where I'm needy enough now at 34. <laughs> but yeah, sure, don't get me wrong. I'm all about that sweet, Peen-tavine, intervening, like a genin. Stick it right up so it touches your spleening. Ah, oh, really? Yeah, I said it. Why did you say that? I don't know, because there's a part of my brain that automatically thinks of some kind of overt sexual reference whenever I make a joke. Yeah, but you're an intelligent comedian, Jeff. You're capable of so much more than that. You, you, you do jokes that are very clever and have an incredible second level subtext about politics or about social climate or about the state of the world or about how people you know interact with one another racism homophobia sexism like you're you're you're, you're pretty you're pretty good mate why do you always have to bring in a sexual thing because that almost dumbs you down because that's who i am blame my parents why why would you blame your parents easy to do i know it's easy to do but is it the right thing to do i don't know What's happening right now? Having a mental breakdown live on the podcast. You want to talk about it? No, I don't want to talk about it. I am talking about it. I'm doing it already. Fucking ridiculous. Speaking of politics. 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 This country's fucking done, isn't it? America's crazy. And like, I don't care if you voted for Trump at the beginning. I, I've said this over and over again. Whilst I'm a left-wing liberal, a democratic-minded individual, I am not a fan of either of the overtly politicized people on either side of the camp. I don't like the lunatics. I don't like that. If you're this, you can't ever say that. If you're that, you can't ever think this. You have to be just one polar opposite viewpoint. Otherwise, you're a fucking moron. No, 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 no. Most people are well-rounded. We're balanced. We have opinions that might differ. They don't all have to be in the same camp. That's honesty. But whilst I am a little left-wing, I don't care if you vote for Trump. I understand how some of you might have done it without even being, like not even trying to fuck the world up. You thought it was going to be a good thing. 
But Jesus Christ, that guy's fucking nuts, man. He's nuts, dudes. He's nuts. This whole Kavanaugh shit. It's like, why did everyone, including Kavanaugh himself, Kavanaugh and everyone who supported Kavanaugh, like Lindsey Graham. <laughs> Lindsey Graham. I'm Lindsey Graham and I think it's a travesty. Well, they gonna do it to this man and his family. It's a travesty. Why did all of the people, Kavanaugh, and all the people who supported Kavanaugh and came out publicly to support Kavanaugh, why do they all look, look, why do they all look a bit like they're auditioning for the role in a movie of Western sex tourists leaving a Thai orphanage? <laughs> they all look like sex pests. They all look like they absolutely have a fucking nine-year-old boy locked up in their basement, handcuffed to a radio. 100% every, sorry, I'm saying it, it's just an aesthetic thing, but they all look seedy and they're just fucking not good people, man. Not good people. And that, that utter prick pulls out his calendar. This is, this is what's holding up for, for Kavanaugh supporters. This is what's holding up his side of the argument. Well, have you seen the calendar, man? You seen the calendar he brought up? You can see that he goes out for brewskis. He calls them skis. Surely that in alone is enough to warrant never electing this guy to the Senate, right? If you describe beers as skis, you're a scumbag. Newsflash, you are a fucking douchebag at college. That makes me, you describing beers as skis, 100% confirms in my mind that you're a fucking gang rapist, bro. Like... Girl, some skis with the brows, dude. Fucking skis, bro. Oh my god, did you shit on her chest? Dude, fucking skis, bro. <laughs> nah. Cover, nah. You having a laugh, mate? The only thing that calendar confirmed for me, because he had it all written down, didn't he? You know, uh, working out with, with Jim Bob and Skeeter and fucking blah, 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 and then skis with the boys. Blah, 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 blah. The only thing that calendar proved to me is that Kavanaugh potentially gave up gang raping. Gang raping. Can't even say it. Kavanaugh potentially gave up the old gang raping the same day he gave up working out. Because he is not in shape. He ain't in shape. He doesn't look that fucking big. He put too many brewskis down his neck and then he fucking, you know, did a bit of Rape skis. I'm all for due process. 100%. Of course, there's crazy people out there. There are fucking nutcases out there. Absolute nutcases who would definitely make up lies in the political spectrum to derail, you know, political change. There are people who would lie just to hurt an ex-partner. There are people who would lie because they did the dirty on someone they were with and to try and cover up their own mistakes. There's a million reasons why someone might lie about that. I get that. And I do like the process of due process. But Kavanaugh, you're clearly a fucking douchebag. And I'm saying it publicly because I'm fucking calling you out, bitch. <laughs> I'm calling you out, Kavanaugh. You said that you've been working out since 30 years ago. Well, I don't know, brother. It's time for me and you to go head to head in the ring. I would kick your ass. Maybe that's what we should do. 
if he can beat me up, <laughs> if Kavanaugh can beat me in a one-on-one MMA fight, boom, you get the seat. You get the Senate seat, man. If I win, if I win, Dr. Ford gets to castrate you. Boom. We could celebrate with a few skis, bro. <laughs> God, I hate him. I'll say one thing. I'm going to say, I'm going to finish up on this. There's a little part of me, only a small part, and it's mostly the comedic brain part, so don't take it too seriously. Don't get your fucking knickers in a twist, homies. There's a little part of me that's kind of happy about Donald Trump being in power. He's brought out so many positive things with all of his negative things, you know? Like, there's a young generation now who are very motivated to vote and to understand the power of voting. Whole new generation that just gone, oh, politics doesn't fit. Oh, bro. Such a fucking hoe. Yeah, Fortnite. Who are now going, all right, yeah, I do like all that dumb shit, but I should probably give a momentary solitary fuck about my politics in this country as well. And that I have the power to vote to change that. That's a good thing. But here's the other reason. This is the, <laughs> this is the more ridiculous reason. I've said it a number of times on the podcast. I have a hero complex. Look, I just told you a story about me running. I didn't even hesitate. I got up. I may or may not have taken something out of a drawer. And I ran outside into the streets to save that woman's life. I didn't know what the fuck I was running into. I wasn't wearing any armor. I was just a dude in a fucking pair of jogging pants and a nice top. And a pair of trainers running into the street. Because I have a hero complex. I want to save the world. John Travolta's flying over again. He does that so many times in his little biplane. John, we know that you're a secret homosexual. Just come out of the closet. You won't have to fly planes to look at me. God, it's insatiable. Here's the deal, right? Trump could, could bring about some kind of apocalypse, right? I don't know if it's going to be Kim Jong-un, the nukes. I don't know. Maybe it's just going to be civil unrest. The National Guard get involved. Brrr, big fucking fights in the street. I don't know. Maybe it's going to be the left wing versus the right wing. They're going to go fucking head to head. It's going to be craziness. I don't know. Maybe survivalists are going to decide, this is it, man. This is the final times. The end times. And they just go fucking full ham on the ministry. I don't know what's going to happen. But he could, just could, bring about the apocalypse. You know what? I'm into it. <laughs> like, I'm a little bit into it. Like, I don't want people to die. I don't want people to be hurt. I don't want any of those things, but if they happened, and it was the apocalypse, and here's why, right? And I, I'm going to finish up with this little piece. I went to a habit burger the other day with my friend Terry after we worked out. We were treating ourselves with some meaty goodness. Mmm, delicious. Delicious meaty treats at Habit Burger. And um, I spilt some sauce, right? I went, went to put my fucking burger in the bin after I'd eaten. I was putting my wrapper and the fucking leftover bit of whatever. And I was trying to get it into the bin. And I pushed the little thing up. And I had my friend's tray as well. And I was managing two trays. And I got mine in there a bit. And I tried to get his in. And I, as I did it, the fucking paper slid off a bit early. And it, some sauce went down the front of the fucking bin and onto the floor. There was sauce on the front of the bin and the floor that wasn't there previously. And it was my fault it was there. And so what I did is I 
picked up the paper, put it in the bin, put the trays on top, and I went and got some napkins from the front, and I just gave the bin a wipe, just wiped the sauce off and wiped the floor. And I went and sat back down, and my buddy Terry was like, he's a good lad, isn't he? You're a good lad, aren't you? You're a good lad, mate. You're a good lad. You are a good lad, aren't you? You're a good bloke. He was being sweet. He was just pointing out that it was a nice thing to do, a nice gesture. And I just said to him, I was like, but dude, like, why wouldn't I do that? I created a mess and I cleaned it up. That's like what you do. And he's like, yeah, I do that too. He said, but you know that like 90% of people wouldn't. And I, I thought about that. And I was like, he's right, but I hope he's wrong. Like, I have to believe there's more than fucking 10% of decent people who don't expect the world to just run around after them. But actually, he's right. He could be right. He could be right. Especially in Los Angeles. Everyone's so entitled here. Oh, it's my right way. I'm going through the red light. I'm doing this. Blah, 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 blah. Give it to me. Give it to me. Give it to me. Give it to me. No one says please and thank you. It's so rude here. And then I realize, come the trump apocalypse, right? trump apocalypse hits. Bish. Walking Dead territory, right? It's, 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 it's the post-apocalyptic Walking Dead. Um, we have to survive. Survival time. Guess who's going to be first on the list? Who won't make it? Post-apocalypse. All right, yeah, the anemic. All right, they'll, they'll probably be first on the list. But second on the list, second on the list, are going to be those people. Selfish fuck faces if you're a selfish fuck face and you don't take care of your own shit help other people out offer a lending hand when you can if you don't do any of that stuff and you're a selfish motherfucker guess what you are gonna be the first to go the first to go because post-apocalyptic we just need i need people I, i'm starting my own commune boom post-apocalypse what do you do doctor boom you're in amazing amazing i'm so glad we met you what do you Oh, you're an educator, you're a teacher, oh, fantastic. We're gonna to wanna to continue educating kids. You're coming here, what about you? Oh, you're very wealthy and have had people pick up after you your entire life and you don't wanna do anything and you're rude and obnoxious. Yeah, it looks like we're pretty full back here, dude. It looks like we're a bit, bit full back here. Sorry, Becky. Sorry, Chad. What was that? Are you like pounding skis with the bros? <laughs> Sorry, Kavanaugh, you're out, bro. You are, plus, I'm not going to let you sleep in the communal dorms. You're fucking done, son. My point is to survive the apocalypse, the Trump apocalypse, or even any apocalypse that might occur, you got to start training now. And that means pick up after yourself. Don't make other people, even if it's their job, there were people in that restaurant who, sure, they go, fine, if there's a mess in the restaurant, I have to clean it up. Habit Burger, sure, I'm the guy behind the counter, I've got a mop and a bucket just in case someone drops shit. Even if it's their job, if you can do the thing to undo the damage you cause, you fucking better had. And if you don't, guess what? I'll be there calling you out every time. Excuse me, sir, you appear to have dropped something. Get fucked, I was just, I was throwing it away. No, 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 no. You have dropped that. You want to pick that up. Otherwise, I'm going to go to my drawer and may or may not take something out of it and I will run into the streets, cut your hamstrings. Is that a bit much? Maybe. I'll go for the Achilles tendons. Boom, you don't get to walk anymore. <gasps> All you had to do was pick up that wrapper. Not like a little pump wrapper, like a, <laughs> like a Snickers wrapper. All right. I know that I'm preaching to convert. You guys are great people. You look after each other. You look after me. 
And you do that by listening to this podcast, by sharing it with your friends, by telling your buddies about it. Tell your mum, just tell your mum to listen. In fact, tell your mum, the video's gonna be on YouTube, she can just mute it, she can just look at me, and I'll flex it out, baby. I'll give, I'll give, I'll give a little something for her, all right? Alternatively, you can head to Patreon, there it is, dot com slash Savage Snowflake, and maybe throw a dollar in the pot once a month, or five bucks, or 10 bucks, or 20, or 30, whatever you wanna do, there's different tiers, and there's different rewards for those tiers. But um, I'd appreciate that, if you're listening regularly, Think about doing it, a dollar a month or five dollars a month, that's great. Also check out Boundless Tech, a wonderful sponsor. And make sure you listen to all the other episodes. I love you, savages. Until next time, adieu. Oh, adieu.